0: half gone is the night, Mary gives birth to God-made flesh. In the dark silence of their homelessness, she squeezes Joseph's hand and draws her breath in pain. Here by the manger we witness human beings in all their humanity, their vulnerability. Joseph with bloodshot eyes, weary from travel, yet with a quicker pulse. And Mary with clenched teeth and matted hair. And there is her blood and sweat and the effluvia of childbirth. And long after the sun has set. But well before the sun will rise again. Tucked into a feeding trough. There's the infant Jesus. Son of God. Savior. Messiah. Lord. Still sticky with afterbirth. And wrapped tight with strips of linen. When half gone is our hope here comes this one with flesh like the blood dark flesh of rose petals soft and easily bruised from tender stem hath sprung in the darkest hour preceding twilight a stem rising from the stump of jesse The one of whom prophets foretold sleeping softly arose not blooming once, but ever blooming and expanding and embracing the whole world and pulling us skin to skin into mankind's inhumanity. Humanity has finally come to bind up the brokenhearted and to set the prisoner free and proclaim release to the captive and the Lord's favor and to heal the sin-sick soul. Behold the glory of this rose, this flower it bright. The human face of God. Life come into being through Him and this light, the light of all people. The rose has a name. Emmanuel God is with us. Very God and very human. The angel tells Gabriel, the angel Gabriel tells Mary, You will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. It's part of the wonder of divine love that God chooses this way to be with us. Why do you think this is the way God chooses to be with us? Why doesn't God just speak to us with thunder from the heavens? I think if I were God, that's how I'd communicate. I'd choose the thunder option. And that's all I would just communicate that way. Help you understand. And that would be it. Why this way? Why not come appearing as a full-grown adult out of the ether to speak to us and preach to us and then do all the healings and the, the crucifixion, the resurrection? Why start here at birth? Why come to us in this fragile way, fraught with risk and vulnerability and a skull that's going to take 18 months to close in? By coming to us through a virgin's womb, the word reveals the fullness of God's love and soft mortal flesh. The incarnation shows God's love aright. This is how God loves us in Jesus, by staking himself to the ground of human being, embracing the fullness of humanity from corruption to birth to life to death in order to save us from our sin, ignorance, want, and cruelty. The cosmos shaper becomes humanity in order to drive out inhumanity. When half gone is this long night, I think we can each say we've had more of our share of inhumanity than we can bear. Don't you think? I think it should be clearer than ever for our generation that we cannot bear it. We cannot solve it. We cannot save ourselves. How are you faring this evening after the last two years? (laughs) How is your soul I wonder how many of us have cracked up in the last two years. I have, (laughs) a couple of times. I won't go into detail. This has been hard. We are living through an apocalypse that has left nothing to question about humanity's inhumanity. I won't belabor the point on Christmas Eve except to give one representative example. And and that is this new idea that I'm I'm hearing about. And it's gaining traction during this pestilence of kids having to go log into class on snow days. What is this? (laughs) Now, I know it's 70 degrees a day. But we'll have some more snow days. We may only have like 20 or 30 left, which is all the more reason not to be logging in on. Them. I just don't know who started this. But when I imagine them, I imagine the Grinch. <laughs> and the voice of Boris Karloff saying, then he got an idea, an awful the Grinch had a wonderful, awful idea. Inhumanity has also brought down the church as we know it. It's just as well, I think, much of what was past praying for. But the very good news is this. I want you to think about what was happening in this space a year ago tonight. Nothing. (laughs) Pre-recorded. No one was here. And it was dark. Like the darkness of a womb. Surrounded by old skin. An old wine skin, if you will. The new wine had burst it and emptied it out. But guess what? Tonight and across this time, I believe God is giving us a new wineskin, fragile as a rose, but how sweet its fragrance that fills the air. Let our Christmas wish this year be for the thriving of the faithful who do humane things, like feed the hungry. And care for the sick and welcome the stranger and teach people to pray. And make the world a more hospitable place for intrusive people like babies. (laughs) Wherever God shines on us in a human face, whenever God shines on us in the gentleness of humane human beings, may we call that church from now on. This Christmas... I am remembering a man named David Deutschman. He died last Thanksgiving. He was more famously known by his nickname, the baby buddy, or the ICU grandpa. He was a retired marketing executive and he was coming back from a rehab appointment when he just, on a whim, decided to stop in to the NICU at the Children's Healthcare Center of Atlanta. And he asked if they had any volunteer opportunities. And for the next 14 years, he went to the NICU twice a week just to hold babies who were struggling and to sit with the distressed parents. And he said, and I quote, Sometimes I get puked on. I get peed on. It's great. I'm going to go out on a limb and and guess that y'all did not expect that to be in the sermon tonight. (laughs) I'll find out later if I was allowed to say that. His friends would ask him, David, why are you doing this? Why do you put up with that? And he said, they just don't get it the kind of reward you can get from holding a baby like Poet Michael Longley said, "The cosmos shaper has come down to earth, and Mary is counting his fingers and toes, but we get to hold him too." And then we learn that when we hold him, he really has us. And Christmas means now God has us forever. Christmas means God has not only come to be with us, but God has chosen never to be without us again. Never again will God exist without humankind. When half gone is the night and half spent are we. The light of God's humanity overcomes the darkness of our inhumanity. And discloses our true destiny as children of light. So rejoice, beloved. Rejoice, you weary people. Fix your eyes on the child who lightens every load. And let your heart swell. The kind of reward you get from holding him. This one born of Mary. Mary has just given you power to be born of God.